0: Oh, and I just realized you can hear lovely, soft Irish rain in the background of this episode. And so if you live in Ireland, you will understand exactly what this experience was like. And if you don't live in Ireland, welcome to um, an experience of sitting in a car while there is winter Irish rain. You are very welcome. <laughs> in the next few minutes, you're going to hear how to talk to your primary school age kid about an uncle who is transitioning to an aunt. And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car each week answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. And the answer to this week's question comes from the growth pillar inside the Evolved Family Method. And the growth pillar is just one of three central pillars of learning that create the easy to follow structure to having more open and natural conversations with grandkids about sensitive things. And if you're like me, you want those natural conversations to build deeper connections in your family. So the growth pillar shows you how to talk about every single, every single sensitive topic in an age appropriate way using a method that I call layering. So this question came to me in my Instagram DMs and um, the person described that they are part of a family where an uncle is transitioning to an aunt and they would like some help explaining and having conversations with their primary school kids about this particular situation. Now what many of us may naturally do if we are having a situation like this in our family is, and there's no shame about this, but we might secretly wish that this complex situation wasn't happening. Now that might sound awful. Um, but here we are and sitting in a car we're talking about hard things and Sometimes that means talk about hard things we feel too. So sometimes we, we might wish that life was more simple we want the best for the people around us, but when we are trying to make our family life Simpler or less complex we can wish complexity away. It doesn't mean we're a bad person it just means if we don't understand how to do something we might wish it wasn't happening, right? So we might even try and avoid that family member because we don't know what to say. Um, At the same time, we want to do the best for our kid and we want to honor our family members' choices, but we just don't know how to start a conversation like this, right? And that's not our fault because we haven't been shown how. So that makes sense. And I would understand why you might feel like that or why you would do that. Because most of us, many of us, have not been brought up with the skills to talk about gender and transition, which is a sensitive subject, um, particularly with young kids. So I've learned that when caring adults and parents who hesitate might hesitate to start a conversation like this, it's a sign that a particular effect has come into play and that's called, in my world, the tongue-tied parent effect. This effect causes us to feel worried right that we might say something wrong and that might confuse our kid perhaps uh when the tongue-tied parent effect is in play you might feel anxious that you might cause your kid to question their own gender perhaps or secretly you worry that your kid might talk about this at school and other parents in your community might get upset and particularly if it's their kid that's found out about gender transitions or um something like that that their kid has found out from your kid. So that naturally might cause some worry when you think about that conflict that might arise with other parents. And again, that makes sense. You would feel like that. It's natural to want to um, reduce conflict in your parenting community and not stir up many problems for other families as well as for ourselves. But at the same time, your probably acknowledging that you want to talk to your kid about transitioning because it's happening in our family and you want to have natural, open conversations because you want deeper connections. Um, You're wanting to do your best. I get that, but you're not sure what that best looks like or how to even do it. So in this episode, I'm going to show you how to talk to your primary school age kids about an uncle who is transitioning to an aunt. So you can go from feeling like a tongue-tied parent to building, Uh, Your shame-free communicating family where kids feel able to talk about anything at all um, In a natural open way and where the adults around them know what to say. So let's get going. Step number one change happens in all sorts of areas of life and transitioning uh, From one gender to another gender is a type of change so what other changes do our kids know about already Um, They probably know about the seasons that are changing. We go from summer to autumn. That means leaves fall off trees. Um, Other changes. People change appearance. Sometimes they get sick and their appearance changes or have an accident, for example. Some people have to have limbs amputated. Some people make changes to reflect who they are. uh, Maybe dyeing their hair or... Um, changing the sort of clothes that we wear. So your kid already has some awareness of the way change is present in the world. So there's a lot of foundational knowledge that your kid already has that you'll be able to build on. This is where the layering comes in, right? Um, So you're building it on when it comes to gender now. So most parents, when they think about conversations about sensitive stuff, um, forget that everything is connected. So How do we bring in foundational knowledge that our child already has about change in the world and for humans and add in this piece about gender. So point number two, let's talk about what gender expression is. Gender expression is what we look like and sound like on the outside. And we can have, you can have a conversation with your child about the fact that anyone has the right to look, Um, a way, in a way, that feels comfortable to them. And it doesn't matter, and this is important, it doesn't matter what the genitals a person has. We're going to be really clear about that. It doesn't matter what our genitals look like. We are allowed to choose what we look like on the outside. And we don't have to follow the genital rules or the genital police that might be in our world. So your kid probably already knows that and if they don't, this is a good conversation to have. Your kid probably already knows that some people think there are rules about what boys are allowed to do. I use air quotes there for those of you just listening rather than watching, and um, there are rules for girls because there are way more identities than that. What those genders are allowed to wear, what colours, what types of clothes. Your kid will probably have a sense that there are super secret rules that the world sends us about those things. So how can you bring their awareness, there um, to this idea that there are gender police, there are colour police, there are clothes police, um, into a conversation like this. You could say something like that uncle, whatever his name is, and um I don't know his dead name. And when people are transitioning their gender, they will often name their name that they were given at birth to be their dead name. And they will choose a new name that reflects better their gender, right? So you might say Uncle Murray has realized or known for a very long time that the gender that the doctors and the adults that were around him when he was born thought he was or gave him was wrong. And it's a really exciting time because he's now choosing his own gender. And I'm using his dead pronouns. Um, this is the way you can have this conversation. So he's now able to correct everyone and let them know um, that he would like everyone to use different words to describe him. So she. Um, so we're going to start calling Uncle Murray, Auntie, and then... Whatever his chosen name is, Auntie Marade, for example, and um, his new wonderful, important, good name. So Auntie Marade is who we have in our family now, and it's super exciting to welcome her in. And she's going to maybe change the way she looks uh, because that's how she feels most honest and most comfortable in herself. Um, and it's a wonderful opportunity for us to show love and respect and care for her and respect. And you know what? Kids understand love and respect and care. Kids understand that sort of stuff better than adults probably. And if you would like to use a children's book about gender, just to help you with this, um, there's a book here that I would recommend here. It's Who Are You? The Kids Guide to Gender Identity. Um, uh, Uh, The cover is here for those of you who are watching. For those of you who are listening, the author is Brooke Pesson-Wedby. It gives you a really simple way to describe gender identity using super simple language. And um, you can use this with um, kids three and older. There's the pictures. It's super beautiful. Point three, the world is a better place when everyone can be comfortable to be who they are. So that idea that the world is a better place when everyone can be comfortable to be exactly who they are will be familiar to your kid, I'm sure. The idea that we can all be who we are without fear of judgment and bullying is a lesson that your child may have already learnt at school. Um, Most schools do programs like that, um, of teaching acceptance and respect. So one of the ways you can tell your kid that we can show respect and love for someone is to use the pronouns that are right for them. And one of the ways we can start that conversation is to ask people um, what their pronouns are. So you can ask it like this, excuse me, this could be what your kid would say, excuse me, could you tell me your pronouns, please? My pronouns are, and you can then, you know, explore with your kid what their pronouns are. So they can say, Excuse me, what are your pronouns please? My pronouns are she, they, or my pronouns are he, him. And so in the in the experience of asking a person for their pronouns, your kid gets to describe what their pronouns are. So it's a piece of learning and exploration that it has two facets to it. Learning to speak up about our own identity and making space for someone else and asking someone else uh, about their preferred pronouns. Um, You can start practice using the pronouns. This is what you can say to your kid. You can start practice using those pronouns that your aunt has told you um, and they might be new and we can start practicing them that at home. And it's quite okay to add to your child that sometimes when a Person changes their name or their pronouns, it can take a little bit of time to get used to that change, and we can practice it at home. So, you could um, set up a routine at home that at the same time every week you can call, okay, it's pronoun practice time now, where um, you practice pronouns for this loved family member, and it becomes something that is enjoyable and uh, structured and part of your weekly routine. So You've just learned how to talk to your primary school age kid about an uncle who is transitioning um, to a different gender, but this information doesn't do you much good if you don't have the steps to manage the strong emotion that can come up in yourself or in other people when someone close to your kids is transitioning, and you may be perfectly capable of having conversations about this at home, but there are people in your community that are feeling threatened by this transitioning experience that is happening. And there are skills and strategies to be able to learn how to manage those strong emotions in others. Um, And if you have those skills and strategies, this whole process um, and the experience of supporting your child's understanding of this can be so much easier. So if you would like to learn the complete method that helps parents and other caring adults talk accurately and openly about gender in any way that respects all the different paths to feeling good about your gender, uh, click the link somewhere around this episode to leave your contact info and you will be among the first to know when the Evolve School is next open uh, and This is Sitting in a Car for Another Week, where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person to respect themselves and to absolutely respect the people around them. Bye for now. Oh, do you ever get that thing where you think you've pressed record and then you haven't pressed record and then you're talking to nobody? It's a pain in the proverbial arse. I'm just going to say it.